Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. when it comes to the interview situation for Bill Belichick and Arthur Blank, the owner of the Atlanta Falcons. It appears, based on some reports, that may have occurred Sunday on the yacht of Arthur Blank, which is called Dream Boat, Curtis, Mm. and the AMB are capitalized because of his initials. Uh, is that a douche move, or am, are you allowed to do that when you have? I mean, I guess Bill it's can posi- relate. Yeah, he a, has fu money though. Yeah, he does, yeah, yeah, he can do whatever okay. he wants. Yeah. It's yeah. a position I'll never be in for many reasons, but the 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 pursuit of the truly uber wealthy to try and find meaning and spend money they <laughs> they could never adequately spend is one of the great things to watch. Like you walk mm. around Jupiter, Florida, it's like, do you really need four Bentley SUVs? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess what else are you going to do with it? And I feel like Arthur Blank wants to correct the biggest wrong. I, like if he he views Bill as the guy that stole the Super Bowl, right? And it's I I wonder if there's even a limit to what he'll offer because he'll probably get the biggest offer in Atlanta. That's my guess. Yeah, everybody says Jerry no, Jones is going to get the Home Depot money down there. That's what right. you're saying. <laughs> but everybody yeah. says that Jerry Jones is a, spends like crazy. He really doesn't. Look at cash spending with the Cowboys. Yeah. They're not at the top of the league. And the front office is his entire family, not just his son. I mean, these these guys love to do the interviews on their yachts. Wasn't that the issue with Stephen Ross and Tom Brady, if I remember correctly? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, but so, what better place to do it than I know, on a yacht? I mean, it's yeah. a flex. It's like, hey, come fly down right. here. I'll fly you down right. and come meet me. on. We'll have a little... Uh, you want to Zoom it or you want me to send the jet? You come little, down little, on my yacht. little brunch on the yacht. Right. Talk about the job and I'd love to have you, Bill. And, well, where and, exactly do you keep a yacht in Atlanta? <laughs> I, I, I Very confusing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's in Atlanta. You know? <laughs> the other thing is, is if you take a guy in a boat, he can't just walk out. Right. That's, That's true. correct, yeah. All right, this is Mike from Framingham. Hey, Mike. How are you doing? Hey, quick, quick thing. First off, I hope that Nico Ryan and Mayo put an end to it and Coach has to be an offensive-minded guy. Um, Another thing, too, Belichick, I hope he goes to Dallas because I know Sean was talking about the Joneses. Those guys, they recruit good. So you can't uh, complain about those guys. They're GMs of the year every year. And I hope he doesn't go to Philadelphia because just like the um, – the, um, what's called the curse of Bambino is the curse of Larry Johnson because when they won the Super Bowl against the Patriots, he said he'd rather win one Super Bowl and be happy than be miserable like the Patriots. So I hope he's happy losing every year. Yeah. I mean, I I think Dallas is definitely going to be in play. Yes. No chance. 
Sharm does not. No. Right, Curtis, you do you do or don't believe that, that Dallas will be in play for I, Bill? I believe that when this is all said and done, Bill Belichick is in charge of the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. We'll know by the end of the week, right? Because I think we'll get some word on whether or not Dallas is going in a different direction with Mike, Mike McCarthy. Right? Because Bill's out there. So if Dallas says, you, you know, Thursday or Friday, hey, Mike, we're retaining Mike McCarthy. Okay, Shime's right. But if Dallas moves on from him by the end of the week, then you know they're making a big move to get um, Bill Belichick. Okay, what about Sirianni? You think his job is safe? Um, That one's a little bit I, – I, I would say he's probably 50-50 because the owner uh, – what's the owner for? Jeffrey Laurie. Laurie. He doesn't – at least just from the outside looking in, not that he he does not want to win another Super Bowl, but Jones is hell-bent on winning another Super Bowl. That's all he talks about when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. And Sirianni was literally in a Super Bowl less than a calendar year ago. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no shot Sirianni gets fired. But right. if he does, I think rather than Bill, what about Harbaugh being introdu- interest- interested in that? Mm-hmm. Like, the Chargers are great because it's turnkey, right, Wiggs? But, yep. I mean, the, the Eagles may even be more talented than the Chargers. Yeah, yeah, that's another opportunity there. Like, because Harbaugh's the – you got to be – he's like the – wild card that's waiting out in the wing because you don't think the Cowboys would want uh, Harbaugh as well. So uh, so I think that it, if you look at Harbaugh and you look at Bill Belichick, maybe a team like Philly goes, oh, we know we can have Harbaugh for the next 10, 12 years, where Bill, you really only got him for what? Three, four, mm-hmm. five years max? Maybe. Yeah, maybe right. five. So but, if you're, yeah. if you're uh, an owner, you're going, all right, I'm all in for the next three years and trying to win a Super Bowl with Bill. All right, Shime, let's get to this. It's time for... Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Would not say that I'm Mona Lisa Vito of the football world. They... They want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop for some of the groceries. Said it. Wake up to Don Bambino and have me facing. Maybe I'll drill him in the eye. They said it. Brought to you by AAA Work Trucks. Take the work out of your next work truck. AAAWorkTrucks.com I'm just going to say it. All right, time for a quick back and forth on what they said over the long weekend in sports. Where do you want to start, Chime? Well, Greg, let's begin with Chris Long. We're having this discussion about Bill Belichick. Here is where Chris Long believes Bill Belichick should and will end up. Out of the openings, where do you think Bill could fit? I want to put Atlanta in the hat. You know, I really do, because I think the number one thing when you look at it is I think there's going to be a conversation, and I think it probably goes like this. Bill, we'd love to have you. Do you have to be the GM? Because we don't really want you to do that. There's a couple places. you got to either have, like, a really established GM that he would respect. Because if Bill respects somebody, I think he'd cede some of that control. Like, Snyder in Seattle's a great GM. But I don't think they're going to replace Pete with Bill. Titans, I don't see it. Chargers, I don't see it. I wouldn't hire Bill to coach the Chargers. I wouldn't hire Bill to coach the Raiders because the place I like is Atlanta because I don't know what McKay does. Look at this division. The coaches could be the hoodie, whoever David Tepper hires, Dennis Allen, and Todd Bowles, coach of the year, according to Stanford Steve. Who do you think has the edge in that division? You got Drake London, Kyle Pitts down there. You got some good players. You got B. John Robinson. There are some weapons. You could fix the defense doesn't even need fixing. Nielsen did a great job, but you know, add some pieces and you're competitive in that division. I mean, he really just needs a quarterback. That's it. Right? Yeah, and they got that. The, the defense was a top 10 defense when it came to points allowed this past season. 
You have talent on the other side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts. Bijan Robinson, like he talked Drake about. London. Drake London. Yeah, you got weapons. And it's really about your quarterback. You got the eighth overall pick. And, and there's a Davios in Buckhead. <laughs> a reunion uh, with Jonu Smith. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Jonu okay. Smith. Okay. All right, what's next, Sean? Uh, next, let's hear from Sean McVay following that loss to the Detroit Lions um, and his his big regret within the game. You guys know I'll be the first to say, you know, there's certainly some things that I think that I'm always going to look at myself first, but, um, you know, there were some execution things, and on the third down and 14, I'll go back and look at it. Got the coverage that we wanted, and... Um, you know, they ended up making the breakup, but with four minutes left and, you know, in that situation, we had talked about it, but I think, uh, you know, still having a timeout in four minutes, the way our defense was playing, we were hopeful to get a stop and hindsight's twenty twenty, and certainly regret that decision now. He's talking about that punt when they were four and At the 14. end of the game with 407 yeah, left in the 14, game. I, I mean, yeah. Anything inside I, of 10 yards, you go for that every time, but like, I get it. Your defense has been playing pretty good, especially in the second half. Mm-hmm. You had three timeouts. Like, I understand the choice to punt there. Wasn't it shocking, given the way the first half played, that there wasn't a single touchdown in the second half? In the first half, it felt like everybody got a touchdown. Yeah, Lions, was Rams up and down the field. The second half, there wasn't a single touchdown in that game. Puka Nakua is the real deal. Yeah, he's, way, he's he awesome. is tough. And the, but the other thing, I think Sean McVay is probably kicking himself in the butt. I mean, how many time, how many opportunities did you have inside the fifteen yard line, and you only way you were only able to come away with field goals where Detroit. We're able to score, and Curtis is right. Even though no one scored in the second half, Detroit did enough touchdown-wise in the first half when they had the opportunity. All right, what's next, Shine? Next, we can actually hear from Nick Sirianni, a guy you guys believe is very much on the hot seat here. Following last night's game, he was kind of asked about uh, his contract and his position and if he felt like he was on the hot seat. Like I just said, to you know, like I just said over here, I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about the guys. Again, there's a lot of guys in that locker room, all the guys in that locker room, every single one of them that put their heart and soul into this. Um, I'm not worried about me. I'm not. I'm worried. I'm, I'm not worried. I'm. I'm. You know, as the head coach, uh, I'm just trying to be there for our guys and our staff right now. Um, you know, through a through a tough time. Um, you know, obviously, we didn't we didn't finish uh, anywhere near we wanted to finish, and uh, so again, my heart feels for these guys. Uh, we're all taking it hard, and that's where my mind is right now. Uh, coach, what about the job security of Matt Patricia? <laughs> <laughs> they kept showing him. I was like, ooh, wait, not a good look for would him. Would he go? Would he go with Bill Patricia? I think Bill would did. Definitely to work in the ticket office. Or? <laughs> yeah, I think Bill would definitely extend him an offer in some role. Uh, just, that's what, just like an advisor role, he's not uh, going to be the DC for Bill in Atlanta or, or with the Cowboys, right? I, I, I mean, I guess it's more like maybe that's the one thing that owners would, uh, maybe Jerry Jones would say, like, all right, if you are going to bring in Matt Patricia. What would his role be? Because he seems like he struggled. Right. <laughs> yeah. What do you, What do you think yeah. owners would say if he says he wants to bring Josh McDaniels as the offensive coordinator? I don't think. I don't think many people in the league, especially owners, mind Josh McDaniels as a play caller. So yeah. I think you know they would be cool with that if Dak Prescott, you know, was working with Josh McDaniels. Right. Would you be cool with it if Gerard Mayo had him here? Yeah. Ooh. 
No, I'd rather kick myself in the nuts. Well, no, I know. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's so it. we're saying, oh, other people would be fine with yeah. Bill bringing him, but if Gerard Mayo Yeah, but other people him- haven't experienced him like we Yeah, have. I would want something fresh and new. For the new, uh, you know, especially with the new quarterback and who, mm-hmm. like, I don't want Billy O or Josh. I yeah. want something fresh and new. No, Jerry, West, welcome. Jerry Jones is going to say, we do have a role here for Matt Patricia, and it's Crescent. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Okay. Uh, anything Extra else? Extra butter? Uh, no, that'll do it for They Said It Today, Greg. Okay. That is They Said It. A quick back and forth on what they said over the weekend in sports. And speaking of that, here is Courtney with what is trending this hour. Gresh and Fourier, weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by the 99. The Celtics take down the Raptors on the road. Final score 105 to 96. Jalen Brown was out of this game with hyperextension of his knee. So Drew Holiday and Derek White both coming up with 22 points in the win to lead the way. The Bruins had a shutout win against uh, the Devils at home. Three zip was the final with Pasta, Coyle, and Frederick all scoring. Jeremy Swayman had 31 saves in the shutout. And Super Wild Card Weekend has come to an end. We have our game set for the divisional round. The Texans kicked things off with a 45-14 to win over the Browns. Shime, could you remind me if you said that the Browns were going to win the Super Bowl? Oh, no. Uh, yes, I had, he did. Oh, I did not. That's, yes, you yes. This is this, – these people are stupid. I did not say the Browns were going to win the Super well, Bowl. Well, I, I know, remember that day pretty clearly. Yes, I can tell you exactly what I said, uh, actually verbatim. I said they'd be a good value to bet on the Super Bowl because they're like 35-1. to 1. I never once picked the Browns to win the Super Bowl. All year my pick has been the Ravens. I don't know where you people mm, are coming from. I don't know. You said good value. Yeah, I, good value because it's 35-1. to 1 uh, and they're, okay. They're the best defense in so football. You're say, you would also say that a great value would be a team that – is seventy to one to win or a hundred to yeah, one? Yeah, I said win. the same thing about the okay. Rams. The Rams okay. also lost. Why aren't okay. you? Why aren't you yelling at me about the Rams? Uh, uh, it's called betting. Uh, okay. You take shots. Uh, the Bucks okay. would be the uh, best value. Uh, <laughs> just, just to be fair, if the Browns won, Shime would be talking about them crediting his pick uh-huh. that they Correct. were a good of value. So would. it yeah. has to be the same both ways. I mean, they were still a good value. Okay. Um, I would still say the same. Uh-huh. If it, even if I knew what I knew now and I rewound it, I would still say that's a good value. If you knew they would lose in the first round? I, Kurt, Curtis, at the time, you were it high was on a the good Browns. value. It's still a good value. You were high on the Browns regardless of value. Yes. Okay, just want to make sure. Well, speaking of your Ravens, the Texans will be taking them on on Saturday. The Chiefs handled the Dolphins easily 26-7. to The Chiefs now have the Bills in Buffalo after they beat the Steelers. The Packers beat the Cowboys 48-32, to so they take on the Niners now on the road, and the Lions beat the Rams 24-23 to advance to take on the Bucks, who beat the Eagles last night 32-9. Shime, how did we do in pick six? I know I won my game. Uh, we went 3-3 three three this week. Hmm. Ooh. Okay. Where did we lose? Yeah, you, uh, hold on, hold on. Greg, Greg, Greg. Let's let's be fair. You wanted to pick Detroit minus three. You would have been wrong. So we were like all one and one this week. No, no, no. I, no, I. the game that I chose. Yep. The, the Bills. The Buffalo Bills won handily. And yes. then I put some and, input in on the others, as did all of us. Yeah, yeah but, for that last game, we all picked that game together. And you were at, originally on the side of the, the Lions. So if all things are being equal. No, in this in this case, when it comes to pick six, 
I am much like Robert Kraft and this football team. Anything that has gone wrong the last three or four years, I have nothing to do with. Yeah. Gotcha. That was all that Bill sense. Belichick. I picked the Bucks. Good call. Okay. What was the vibe on Nantucket this weekend? Oh, it was very nice over there. No Bill. I mean, he was obviously interviewing. Right. Uh, but it was. Uh, it's nice and quiet. I like. I like the off season on the island. Yeah, that Same. house you were staying at was very quaint. <laughs> very modest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was on the island. Yeah, that was. Oh, on that the was island. a nice house. Yeah. It looked like it was the size of the island. <laughs> that was really nice. Nice spot, and uh, not many restaurants opened, but had a marvelous meal at Brotherhood of Thieves on Sunday evening and just enjoyed myself. Who'd you go with? I went with a a couple friends. Yeah, because I feel like if you go... Female or male? I I went with uh, Accidental Cleanse Girl and uh, one of her friends. What? Just them two and you? Yeah, just the three of us. Not bad. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. It's the three of us. Fun little okay. trip. <laughs> the 99 Restaurant now has early week supper specials. Bring the family and enjoy a delicious roast turkey dinner every Sunday, hearty meatloaf every Monday, and crispy spinach and artichoke chicken every Tuesday. You got to love the nines. That is what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Uh, it's hazy outside, and I got to tell you, it's hazy in here after that story. 27 degrees. <laughs> Snow will continue today, about an inch to three inches in Boston. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's better After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Well, second legit storm of this winter season underway, and Curtis is finds himself most concerned about north and west of the city over the next few hours, Curtis. Yeah, and Wiggy made the point of the day. It's not that heavy snow like we had last time. Light, fluffy. It's okay. been freezing. Right. It's in the 20s, so it'll accumulate faster, but it won't be nearly as dense. Developing take, and and I I could be on an island on this one. And you, you know just I'm were. <laughs> I, you, know, you know I'm fine with that, but I suspect that I might not be. But you weren't alone on an I, island. That I, was made clear. I am... <laughs> Uh, I am. I'm a lifelong New England Patriots fan, obviously, right. like like the rest of you. Been there since the beginning. However, 
I might want Bill Belichick to win a Super Bowl before I want this team to win a Super Bowl. Wow. Wow. You're an island on that. You're in an island on Am that I? One. Yeah. I mean, I'll always be loyal to the Pats, even though I don't like some of the decisions that they made. I mean, I'll, I'll root for Bill. I want to see him be successful, but I still want to see New England win a Super Bowl. I like being able to talk trash to other fans. And I don't want to be the team that's like basically getting dumped on because we're trash. So I, I find this interesting because, A, I agree with the sentiment, Greg, that the the way in which the crafts have behaved is not something that you can easily root for. And Belichick, someone who was never really the sympathetic figure, has become one in certain ways. This is how I was when Tom left. When Tom left, I said, F this organization mm-hmm. that ruined the one thing that brought them to this dominant level for two decades, that they treat him without any opportunity to get fair market value and they let him go away. And I wanted Tom to prove to Robert and Bill that they needed to be humbled and they needed to be shown exactly who it was all this time. And I believe that is what's going to fuel Bill. And I understand that point of view, Greg, because reading that Seth Wickersham piece, the 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 things and the the ways in which the crafts, Robert and Jonathan, behind the scenes attempted to cultivate an image in power in this power struggle really reflects poorly on them. Nowhere in that story is this obsession with craft and winning. It's about winning a negotiation, winning yeah, a battle. It's about winning an argument. Right. C- Curtis, so- after you read that Wickersham article, do you have a different feeling now on Brady's departure when it comes to Bill? Um. Well, here's the difficulty. Yes, in a way, Courtney. I, I feel like the issue is that Brady and Bill didn't get along. That's clear. But I am forced to question just how much of that perceived vitriol between those two parties was created by Robert. Right. So, like, Wiggy said this, and I've argued with him. I I don't know what to believe anymore because it, the that I believe clearly in that documentary that's coming out on Apple TV, they make it abundantly clear that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick couldn't get along and Robert Kraft comes like Paul Revere running into town to save the relationship. I don't know if I believe that anymore. So, Courtney, maybe, yeah, maybe I believe that that, that might have been Robert not wanting to spend the money and finding an easy boogeyman to blame. We have been arguing for years about whether it was Tom or whether it was Bill. Mm-hmm. The unfortunate thing is, while that argument was going on, I think they believe it was them. Hmm. Well, I think they believe that what they built uh-huh. is their culture, that 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 they have created the Patriot way, the hence why they're willing, you know. Everyone was expecting, when it came to Bill Belichick, we're cleaning house. It's been so bad under Bill Belichick three of the last four years that we got to do away with everything that is associated with him. Is that happening? No. He's the only one who's going. Right. Right. He's He's the only one. That sounds to me that it is personally driven, not work. Performance driven. 
And that's, why, that's why I'm leaning toward wanting him to win one somewhere else. Don't you think when everybody was saying, well, who, what came first, the chicken or the egg? You know, Bill was the head coach. Then Brady comes in. He gave Brady the opportunity. So I guess you could give it to Bill. While that conversation was happening, Kraft was saying, well, wait a minute. I'm the one who brought Bill here. Well, he's right. So, well, he's yeah, right, so I guess I, I, that's the biggest thing, right? You're here because Greg chose you to be here. Mm-hmm. Same with you. Right. So if we have success, isn't it in large part because of what Greg did? Yeah. Really, Ken, I just give him the credit. Yeah, but not, not every really, decision though. Courtney not really. makes. No, no, well, no, not, no, really. no, 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 not making the decision, no, people... but somebody you have to bring in, and then that person has to, yeah. to, to fly on their own and be successful. The person so- who gave you the opportunity needs to be credited first. What you do with the opportunity right. comes after. And so Bill was successful with the opportunity. He then drafted Brady or him and part of that staff take a shot on Brady. Brady is then successful. So Robert goes, well, I brought Bill in. Bill then brought in Tom. So I'm the one who put this whole thing together because if I don't bring Bill in, then we don't have this. So he is halfway right. But that's how everybody is. Everybody Human nature, especially when you get to people at a sporting level, it's always about the reason why they're successful was because of me. Hey, I do it. Mm-hmm. No snow game, no Brady. Yeah, but here's you're the, joking when you do no, that. I, I mean, I am in pot, yeah. but I feel like, you know, that if you contribute to a certain amount— you know, you feel where they're on a they're on a scale way more magnified than that. You don't think that they look at that all three of them and going, "Well, I'm the reason why." The quote at the start of the story with Wickersham at ESPN.com, where quote is, "Bill had told me he, meaning Brady, couldn't play anymore," and then he goes out there and wins the effing Super Bowl. Kraft privately said afterwards. Now, do you guys remember this story? Because it's been retold, and Tom said every time it never happened, that Robert Kraft tells it, Tom walked into the building and said, I'm the greatest decision you ever made. (laughs) Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Do you know what that that was insinuating? That Robert made the decision. (laughs) Correct. Yes. He didn't make the decision. And why, in this case, Bill has told me he couldn't play anymore. So after Super Bowl 51, after Super Bowl 49, after Super Bowl 53... After Super Bowl 39, after Super Bowl 38, when you beat Wiggy, after each of those games, did did Robert say, Bill told me he could play, so good job, Bill, or did Robert take credit for Tom in the victories, but all of a sudden get amnesia when it came to Brady's play when he left town? Mm-hmm. I just don't know why it's – like, I don't understand why it has to be this dragging people when the relationship's over, mm-hmm. right? So this whole – Except Wickersham article, like, what's the purpose of that when you sit up there and say, okay, this is a mutual decision for us to pot ways. But then you go, well, Bill had every, he controlled everything. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the, so, because all it is is like a spin on going, I had to move on from him because he wasn't willing mm-hmm. to let some power go. This is Ray from Florida. Hello, Ray. Hey, how we doing, guys? What's up? Alright, basically, I had to go through it with Tom leaving, no loyalty. Now I gotta go through it with Bill leaving, no loyalty. In the end, I don't care if it was 4 and, you know, 13, I don't care. I'm going through it with Tom, 
and I'm going to stick with Bill until the day that they hang up their their jerseys and their whistle. It's I don't get it, and now we're sitting here talking about it of why Bill shouldn't want to go out and win. All right, so and I'm not. End, I I have not on the island. I'm not on the island. I have at least one other individual yeah. with me on wanting Bill to win one first. This is David. Hello, David. Hi, good morning, guys. So, no, you're not alone, Greg. A lot of people feel this way. You know, Mr. Kraft, one thing about him is he's always so worried about what, the, what people think of him, being, doing the right thing, saying the right thing. But at the end of the day, he's really full of crap, okay? And, and you're not alone. You know, he did wrong when Brady was let go. He could have stopped it. I don't care what anybody says. He has. He's the owner. You have the final say. Mm-hmm. You can say it's Belichick. You can say whatever you want. You're the owner of business. You make the final decision. Period. There's no ifs and buts about it. And now he lets Bill go, but he's not cleaning house. He's only letting Bill go. If you ask me, this is becoming personal now. Yeah. Okay? I mean, listen, if, Tom, if you want to deal with just the Tom Brady decision, which Curtis rightly brings up, if you're yeah. if you're not stop if Bill Belichick is the guy saying Tom Brady can't play anymore mm-hmm. and you're not stopping Tom Brady from leaving, you don't get to yep. come back you don't get to come back afterwards when you figure out no, you whether don't. whether Tom is gonna win elsewhere or not and say, geez, he told me that he couldn't, you know, play anymore and, and then he went out and won. Like, that's not how it goes. Like you're either no, in uh, like you're, you're either in or you're out. And that that and that is so it's not that's not leadership. And Greg, what did Tom Brady need to play better? I'll tell you, high priced talent on offense. Yeah. At forty three, he no longer can elevate at the same rate. So they got Antonio Brown, they had Gronk, they had Godwin, they had Mike Evans, they had a, a team that was loaded with talent that cost money. If they had loaded the Patriots roster with that talent, they would have been successful as well. Well, it'll be very that's why I said it'll be very interesting to see who Gerard Mayo or even if Gerard Mayo is given the ability to hire his own offensive coordinator, right? And because if they're if if they do bring Josh McDaniels back or Billy O, aren't they, aren't isn't there still a small belief that all right, that was pop because Mayo was forced into or basically pushed along and saying, "Hey, probably let's let's go at one of these guys coming from Robert in ownership." Whereas if he goes completely mm-hmm. different, then we go, "Okay, this is a Mayo decision." All right. Well, coming up at eight, we'll talk to Boomer Esiason about all of this for the first time since we learned on Thursday that Bill would no longer be the head coach of the New England Patriots. Lots to talk about. As Super Wild Card Weekend is over with Boomer coming up at 8. But right now, this. It's time for... What sort of holiday foods have you been enjoying over the last few days? Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me. The news. I've been eating pasta, which I love. Yeah. eating a lot of chicken, chicken parmesan. I've been eating all, all Italian foods, basically. And ice cream. And ice cream. Chocolate chip ice cream. With your host, Courtney Cox. No appetizer makes me shake my tatas more <laughs> than hot mozzarella sticks. Really? The news is sponsored by Northeast Men's Health. The experts in men's sexual health with four locations, including their newest in Uber with appointments as early as 7 a.m. Visit northeastmenshealth.com for more. Hannibal Lecter vibes. On WEEI. What do you think they would say? Former President 
President Donald Trump had a record-setting win in the Iowa caucuses yesterday. This win reaffirms his grip on that 2024 Republican presidential nomination. It was the lowest caucus turnout in the last 25 years because of the temperatures and the weather in Iowa. Mm, It was a cold caucus. Yeah. (laughs) It was Uh, a 30-point win for Trump with Florida Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis finishing a distant second, followed by Nikki Haley. Okay, my guy Vivek has said farewell. Mm -hmm. He will ease out. He's done. Yeah, and it was crazy the amount during watching the games, the amount of presidential uh, commercials that were going on. Mm -hmm. It was every other one was Mm -hmm. Nikki Haley or Mm -hmm. Trump. Not many DeSantis I I saw, but... Kind of happens every election year. I know, but I just feel like Nikki Haley's everywhere. I mean, I guess probably because she's on our station. We hear that all the time. Um, at least 20 homes were damaged in Salisbury after this weekend's storm brought record high tides. If you're watching on Twitch, I believe Brian and Mitch both have videos for you guys. But it was crazy watching all of the flooding that occurred. We can hear from one board selectman, Michael Colburn on BZ. The whole town leadership is just crossing their fingers, trying to hope to God, you know, that the governor and DCR and senators can somehow find a way to help us. Wiggy, a nightmare at your favorite beach, Hampton. Yeah. Uh, big issues in my adopted home continent of Maine in my beloved Ocean Park. Yeah. How's your house? I, I think it's okay. Oh, I had my good. brother Dan go check on everything. He's from the outside. Seems like it looks okay, but... I mean, there are people in canoes making their way yeah. around the, the downtown Ocean Park. Well, that's I mean, what happens when you live in a coastal town. You know, that's it, you know. Hopefully, you got plenty of good water insurance, but you never know when you live in those coastal towns when you have that type of flooding. Seaport this weekend was a kind of a disaster. The it flooding, was a disaster. The flooding really? that occurred on on yeah. on Seaport Boulevard. What happened? When was this? Oh, I saw a ton of videos. I wasn't here. I saw a ton of videos of Seaport Boulevard. I oh. was there Saturday. It was. Nothing it's beautiful. I didn't see any kind of a disaster yeah. over there. Where were you? I mean, be careful. Yeah. You're you're the voice of the news. I know. Was this I saw Sunday? You declare something to be a disaster. Over the I, weekend, there was no flooding in the seaport. No, I was I there Saturday. No I, there may have been some water. I was in the I, I didn't see any kind of a disaster or anything. No, I, I, I was in the seaport <laughs> on Saturday. I walked <laughs> walked by Ocean Prime. Uh-huh. I walked by. Your beautiful uh Was it literally crib? Ocean Prime on Saturday? I didn't see it was the weather was nice, the sun was out. Maybe. I have to say this though, Courtney, there was flooding at Castle Island. That was it was uh, breaching over the walkway. Maybe Castle it was Island. later on oh, in the you day. You may have been misled by a TikTok influencer. Or no, it was like Santo who showed me. Oh, 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 oh. How quickly Santo uh, I gotta I gotta unless, find it. Unless you got a wreck shunned and it was the <laughs> yeah, it was the flooding from remember Back a few years ago, there was like a bunch of flooding in the seaport. Mm-hmm. Could have been that. Somebody somebody got Santo. I know. Sports fan 35 in the Twitch. I saw it too, Courtney. So there were other huh. people that okay. saw it. I'll find <laughs> okay. some videos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll find some videos. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Um, one person was taken into custody in connection to a standoff at a Milford home yesterday afternoon. Uh, Milford police said 26-year-old Daniel Generoso will be charged with an armed robbery at the town butcher shop and convenience store last <laughs> week. So he had um, he had robbed these two spots, then went to his house. The police mm-hmm. found him there, and then there was a standoff between he and the police. Uh, geez, Wiggy, you have to ask criminal about this, but mm-hmm. I would assume in most cases you don't rob the place in your hometown. 
Uh, don't, you, don't, don't you drive somewhere yeah, else? Yeah, you generally don't do that. But yeah. like, I mean, don't they know you in your hometown? I think generally they know. Okay, okay that's who did yeah. that one. But this is a shine thing, robbing a butcher shop. Butcher, well, there's Not a lot anymore. of money. Oh, Shime wow. doesn't eat anything. Well, I'm no, remember, remember Shime goes, the only time I eat meat is when I go to the butcher shop. I like it fresh. <laughs> I do like fresh meat. That's true. I don't like frozen meat. <laughs> I, see, I don't know how many people do it nowadays. I mean, when yeah, when I was a kid growing up, they were all over the place, but... I feel like Shime's the only one who goes to the butcher shop. <laughs> I love a good butcher shop. <laughs> well, the police are saying they're still looking for two other suspects. Here's one neighbor, T. Ferrelli, on Boston 25. And I see um, a guy with a, a riot shield up. And they're like waving me on, waving me on, and they wave me down. And I came down to the end and I said, am I going to be able to get back home again? And he said, I have no idea, ma'am. I just want to get home and give my mom a hug. Okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully she got to do that. Yes. We got to take a break. Okay. We will get to the rest of the news next. And science has apparently determined that if you drink your coffee this way, you are most likely a psychotic serial killer in waiting. We'll get to that coming up next. Two feet high and rising. How high is the water, mama? Three feet high and rising. How high is the water, Papa? She said it's three feet high and rising. Well, the hives are gone. I lost my bees. Chickens are sleeping in the willow trees. Cows in water up past her knees. Three feet high and rising. Well, not the rising water that you have to deal with this morning. It is the actual snow that is falling from the sky. And Curtis says... That that lasts for in some areas the next couple hours or so, Curtis, and then it just is bone chilling cold that we have for the next bunch of days. Yeah, is we're gonna have deal? some mix along the coast later okay. today, and then it's gonna be frigid all the way through Saturday. All right, um, Boomer Esiason coming up in ten minutes at eight on Bill Belichick and the NFL results from this weekend. Right now, though, back to Courtney and the rest of the news. And for the boomers in the room, just uh, quickly, uh, spot on when it came to the seaport and the flooding mm, uh, over I, the weekend. Spot on. It spot was a, on. It was a disaster? Yeah, Brian and Mitch have Did photos they, was, if I, anybody wants to was, see it. Was the Red Cross there? Uh, I, I don't know about the Red Cross okay, being I mean, there. I, for me, if you're going to call something a disaster, there it, like, it needs to be. Was the Red Cross in Maine? Uh, yes, of course they were. Oh, they I, were? I mean, uh, yes. Have they were you at not Ocean seen? Park? Yes, have you not seen, like, look at the, the there's like eight <laughs> feet of water in, yeah. in Maine and Hampton. I mean, yeah. do you not care about those people? No, I, I certainly do care. I also Most care about your been, neighbors uh, at, in the seaport. I think everybody appears to be fine in the seaport. But. Okay. Uh, Massachusetts is once again ranked as one of the worst states to drive in. There uh, are Every survey about driving, mm-hmm. this state sucks. Like I, I, well, it, yeah, you live in it. Of course it does. You know that. <laughs> okay, so we're among the worst. Who else is with us? Well, there are three New England states that did not do well when it came to the Wallet Hub survey. Uh, the survey takes 31 key metrics into consideration, including traffic, gas prices, and theft. Mm. So Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Vermont ranked near the bottom of the list, meaning they were some of the worst states to drive in. The only places worse to drive in than Mass. California, West Virginia, Delaware, Washington, and Hawaii. New Hampshire rated the worst for precipitation affecting driving, Mm. but they ranked number one for the fewest car thefts per capita. Now, I did look it up to see if Wiggy's car, because I noticed a lot of trucks on the list when it came to uh, the most hijacked cars. Mm -hmm. Wiggy's car for New Hampshire on the list. I love their pickup trucks. Ram pickup on the list. So be careful.
A man with several outstanding warrants was taken into custody on Sunday night for allegedly harassing other MBTA passengers with his two pet rats. So those two pet rats named Tom and Jerry, they were turned over to animal control. The guy is well known to the police. He had numerous warrants out for his arrest, including failure to register as a sex offender and Mm. disorderly conduct and threats. His name has not been released and what he was doing with the rats has also not been released. It's a weird story. So the dude is on the MBTA and then like taking out Tom and Jerry. And terrorizing people with Walking them? around yeah. up to them? Oh, yeah. God. No one wants... I mean, don't come near me with no rat. Could you no. imagine you're finally on a tee that works and there's a rat? <laughs> Is all decency gone in this world? It's pretty Where much. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've seen okay. it. Yeah. Mm. Science says... Sounds if like you en- a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Science says if you enjoy your coffee black, Shime, you may be a psychopath. Hmm. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. all right then. Yeah. Study from 2016 has resurfaced online. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, they're saying that they looked at a thousand Americans and their personality traits and what their preference was when they ha- how they take their coffee. Okay. Folks that liked bitter stuff are more likely to have types of antisocial qualities and they were more likely to take pleasure in seeing other people suffer. <laughs> now, Shime. I'm not yes. going to say you're a psychopath, but you do seem to enjoy watching me suffer sometimes. I am probably a psychopath. <laughs> I, to be honest, I drink black coffee because that's what my grandmother drank and because my buddy's dad, when I was working for him, yelled at me for putting sugar in my coffee and I haven't put sugar in my coffee since. So uh, I, it's just like this weird thing. I just always have drank black coffee yeah i mean so i might be a psychopath I, I, that's true it's awful like a but there are people who love it i, I do i i, I love I, a good just black cold brew oh yeah. the best every once in a while when i'm trying to be a, a lose weight hardo i mm-hmm. go all black iced coffee and i only last for like two weeks it's <sighs> disgusting i can't even take a sip it's of dis- black coffee yeah it's disgusting but there are some people who love it all yeah. right what else and this is for all the men listening and for all the men that i have the pleasure to work with every day skin experts are saying that men don't always need to change their underwear every day what? yes you do yeah That's so no, thank you i know disgusting according to top dermatologists uh-huh. if minimal sweat Sweat occurs. Minimal bets. Men are at no higher risk of infection or other health harm if they wait 48 hours before refreshing their underpants. No, please, guys. Disgusting. Please change your underwear. Please change your underwear. Isn't that uncomfortable too? Uh, You go a full day. Could could you ever put a pair of underwear on that you had worn the day before? But are people wearing them while sleeping and then keeping them on? God, no. That means you you showering and then putting back on your dirty drawers. Right. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I no went problem. commando all weekend oh. by request, but um, <laughs> by but one I, or both, by both. <laughs> but but anyway, all right, that's ridiculous. Please yeah. don't, please don't follow that advice. No, all disgusting. Right. Anything else? Well, we've got the dumbest of the day. Oh, okay. Stop being dumb. And now this woman is stone cold dumb. I'm a dumbass. The dumbest of the day. Try again, dumbass. All right. Well, Curtis, we listened to everything that happened over the long weekend. We've determined that this may have been the dumbest of the day. So I'm all for celebrating your pets and and honoring their life when they pass, but I think this is taking it to a new level. A woman honored her dead hamster by turning him into a stripper, fully equipped with a stripper pole. She loved Hammy, the name of her her male uh, hamster, (laughs) 
and she had Hammy stuffed when Hammy passed away. <laughs> they stood up Hammy with his own pole complete with a mirrored floor. <laughs> the stripper is under a glass dome, and there are even dollar bills tucked in to commemorate the fake strip club. Huh. Here she is showing him to us on the news when he was alive and the creation he's been turned into. This is my little hammy, well was, and he's getting stuffed. I just want to clarify that my hamster was dead when I did this. I didn't kill my hamster for textility purposes. That's crazy. I loved him. Look how freaking cute he is. So my first step was to find someone who was as crazy as I am, but has the skills to execute my taxidermy dreams. Several months later, Hammy, look at him. Oh, he's so gorgeous. My vision was to have him as a stripper. This is him in his final resting place as he looks over me. Oh, Hammy. Oh. You're kidding me. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, God. I understand people love their pets. Yeah. Uh, but would you ever, I mean, God forbid something happens to Harry. Would you ever want Harry to be stuffed and living with you and Santo? No, I would not. Yeah, that is I would weird. not. It would make me sad every time I looked. But the hamster as a stripper on the pole is kind of funny. Uh, you see it? You're yeah, yeah it was it? just on Twitch. He had uh, a little thong on and some money in the thong. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Funny. As someone who's just deemed a psychopath, this lady is tapped. Well, yeah, yeah she's tapped. Uh, it is weird, too. I, I'm surprised more people don't stuff their animals, though. Because there are a lot of people who hunt and, you know... Get they take them to the, the to you know the trophies trophies and put them yeah. up and I'm surprised there aren't more people that if you could stuff your animal it's always there and I you mean could, I, Curtis you love Pudge uh, more than anything Pudge is getting up there sadly yes w- would you ever get Pudge stuffed of course and, not no okay no. I actually think it's a good idea to get your animal stuffed no nah. because you could still be there like our dog when when our dog died we had him cremated so we have the 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 cremation box and the thing. But imagine if you could still have the dog mm-hmm. stuff because it, it's still going to look good. Right. And in that perfect pose and you could, you know, pat it. And that was one of the things that Robert Kraft suggested as a gracious <laughs> uncoupling was he was going to have Bill stuffed and just there on the <laughs> sidelines in the hoodie. Uh, and then Gerard Mayo could run everything. All right. Um, we are going to take a break. But Boomer Esiason, speaking of Bill Belichick, Boomer Esiason will join us next. Bill Belichick is interviewed. With the Atlanta Falcons, we'll talk to Boomer about that and everything else NFL coming up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.